You're listening to a BGE podcast. Friends and family gather round and fire up the barbecue. Let the smoke waft and float, that's what we're gonna do. You can't deny there's nothing like friends and family and food. Don't sit still, pull out your grill, we're gonna have a barbecue. Welcome back to another episode of the Blind Grilling Experience. My name is Chris Peltz. I am the most interesting griller in the world. And we got a great episode for you today. Special guest Vince Sabres is going to be joining us. And uh, we're going to talk about some great uses with the Flame Boss. I'm kind of surprised at what we're talking about today. Fire up the barbecue. All right. Welcome back, folks. We appreciate everybody tuning in and listening to our podcast. And as I mentioned earlier, Vince is back with us. Brother, how you doing? I'm doing well, Chris. How are you? Yeah, man. Doing great. Doing great. If I was any better, I'd be twins, man. So, Well, we, no one can handle two of you, Chris. That's, <laughs> oh, man. My wife is with you there. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Don't that's say awesome. the T word to my wife, though. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Vince is, uh, yeah, him and his wife expecting another one. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Congratulations again on that. Well, thank you. So, um, man, pretty soon you're going to have a whole baseball team running around your place, softball team. Yeah, um, you know, I'll stop when she tells me, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> when she, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's awesome. Well, hey, real quick, uh, you didn't happen to bring that gift in with you, did you? Into the studio? No, I threw that in my trunk. You threw, oh, you already threw it in the I car. I should okay. have brought it in. I haven't opened it, but yeah, I, man, I, figured, I gotta pop it in the fridge after I open it. Right? After you I mean, open it, yeah, it'll be yeah, all right. It'll, it'll be good. While, it'll be good. Yeah, Bruce listens, so Bruce sent you a little gift. I, I can't wait to. Uh, for you to share with him what you think and everything. and I'm sure it's uh, delicious. I don't know if it's so. enough for two people, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it'll be enough for so? two. Okay. It'll be enough for two, no okay. doubt. No doubt about it. And so I'm, I'm going to hold off sharing on uh, everything that um, – uh, on what he sent uh, because I he sent it to me as well. And so um, uh, I'll, I'll hold off on that for another podcast. But – uh, we both know Bruce. Bruce has been on uh, a couple of podcasts now. We're involved in a little series on gardening and on canning, and it's just been really cool. And uh, I'm learning a lot. I hope folks that are listening are learning a lot with it as well. But uh, I wanted to talk to you, Vince, a little bit about uh, some things for the kitchen, first of all, that I think make life, makes life so much easier, especially with cleanup that I've been using for several years. I got the idea from uh, competition barbecuers that, you know, things that they have and they take with them. And and you're in the habit of using it as well. Uh, and that is disposable cutting boards. Yes, they're great. Uh, you know, uh, I, I use them. I use them pretty often. Uh, you know, anytime I'm cooking several pieces of meat or big pieces of meat or um really just anything that i want i, I want uh to be able to throw away the mess i mean yeah, yeah. I, I can't really fit a giant cutting board in my kitchen sink too well um, yeah yeah right, you know i right. think what these the ones i have they're 18 by 11 inches or so something like that yeah and they have various various sizes yeah, they got yeah. large ones they got small ones and 
Um, but yeah, I mean, they've, they've got some, the nice big ones I, I like. And what's awesome is like within a, let's say a one inch thick box that they come in, there'll be 30, right? So it'll be a, you know, a 22 by 20, um, square rectangle box, mm-hmm. right? That's, that's an inch tall or inch thick. And they'll have, let's say 30, um, uh, you know, these disposable cutting boards in it. Now there are other, other sizes, there are other amounts that you can get. You know, the ones that I get at the grill store is, is a box of 30. Uh, I think you order them by like a hundred or something where you I do. Well, so So. yeah, the ones I bought, I first bought them on Amazon as a box of 30 or 35 or whatever Mm. they put in that. And I got that box and it has the cool little flap with the Velcro on it that, uh, um, yeah, you, can, you open, can open it up, pull one out, and close it back. Yeah, it had a carrying handle, but it broke. But I keep the box. I've kept the box the whole time, and I just refill it from a bulk box of. I buy a box of a hundred of them, and then, uh, you know, just refill it every time I I run out. And the yeah, and they and they they're costing. I mean, when you buy them, like you buy them less than a dollar a piece. Yeah, and even when I buy them at the grill store, it comes out to about a dollar a piece. So, uh, you know, it's not something that's totally, you know, just outrageously priced by any means. But what's so cool is you can fold up the edges, right? The, the edges, the all around. So go completely around, you get this one inch lip that folds up and anything you cut, whether it's uncooked foods, right. That you're working on. And then you can take and, and all your, your cuttings, everything you're not going to keep is all right there still on the cutting board. It's you've, you folded up those edges. So nothing is going to slide off the cutting board. And then you can just, you know, once you get what you're using off, roll it up and throw it away, especially if you had raw meat on it. But if you've cooked some, like we'll cook, you know, when we cook brisket, uh, and when I go, especially on catering jobs, but even here at the house, we'll pull out a disposable cutting board, fold up those edges, put the brisket on it and slice that brisket. And it catches all those juices as well. And the way the corners, when you fold up those edges, the way those corners can kind of uh, fold out, you it make it easy to pour juice right, that you may have collected as well. Um, it, it can be a little bulky, the bigger the cutting board, but... Yeah, it's still really, it just, you know, it, you can just keep everything contained. Now, I'm going to admit something here, Chris. Oh, okay. I, oh, no. I, 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 um, I wasn't aware that they're made to fold up the edges. So. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. I just. Really? Yeah. I mean, I fold them up when I dispose of everything, uh, and I kind of, yeah. like, keep the juice on there. But I. Yeah. I mean, I thought that ridge. I mean, there is so there, a ridge around a the edge. There's a small little ridge. I get it. Yes. Yeah, but it's small. I mean, we're talking like but the corners two millimeters. Uh, yeah. So, so when you fold those up along the front and then the edges and then the back, uh-huh. right? The two sides and the and the front and the back, right? And then the um, uh, the the corners kind of pinch outwards and almost make like a little spout, so you can pour the juices. All right, well, here's an alternative method. You could take half a roll of paper towels and surround the cutting board from when you're cutting something that's real big and juicy. <laughs> and then you could throw the paper towels on top of the cutting board when you're done and oh. stuff it all in the garbage can. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Here, you know, and I've just been like, oh, cool, he's using the disposable cutting board. No, I'm just lazy. Page and, <laughs> and <we're laughs> I mean, that's, that's the whole point is to contain... 
the mass. Well, right? I guess you had to read the manual or something. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. Oh, th- dude, this is great. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you got time, me, man. Yeah, you got yeah. me on this. This is... Okay, so yeah, Vince, you know, you can fold up those. They edges. should put arrows or, or dotted lines or something like really, oh, wow. a really bold dotted line. Right. right. Dot right. A fold there. That's, that is, that is. So you, you fold the edges. I was yeah. never good at origami. So, All right. Well, yeah. Well, since that groove is there, like you're talking about, there's a little bit of a groove. So you know where it folds right there on that groove. Yeah. Right. It just sure. folds up all the way I around. Mean, it makes sense now that I hear it, but <laughs> I've never. I've, I don't know. I guess I got to watch more paper cutting board videos on YouTube or something. Well, you know, and here's something I remember. How long ago did we deliver the package to you? Mm. How long ago has that been? Three? It was it two was and two, a half years ago. It was ago? 2020. Yeah, so yeah, it was November of 2020, so two yeah. and a half years. Yeah, when we delivered that and we did tri-tips, we used mm-hmm. disposable cutting boards and we folded up the edges on I don't that. remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Did that happen? That happened. They didn't get it on camera. That's, yes, they I did. Yeah, if they got what? you, yeah, we'll have to go back and watch the I don't, show. I don't think they put any of the slicing footage in the show, if I remember. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's been a while since I watched the episode, but. Okay. Um, All right. Did, did, I don't think they put slicing footage in there. <laughs> I don't even think they put the tri-tip in there, did they? I don't think so. Like we didn't, I don't know. Like, a, a lot of the cook stuff yeah. didn't actually make the episode, I think. Right. But, Right. Um, you know, yeah, yeah, there's so know. much going on. That's I true. That's true. Focus on being yeah. a star. Well, I know I we know. did it. I don't know if it's in the, yeah, we made probably it the did. Final I mean, episode, I believe you. I know we did it. Yeah. I believe you. My wife so. would probably, like, yeah, I, I knew that's how you're supposed to be using it. <laughs> she didn't, you know, tell me about it. Just like, <laughs> oh man, I'm like crying over here, dude. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> this is great stuff. Um, um, <laughs> I wish I felt confident that this was the first time I heard about folding the edges. I don't even know anymore. Oh, but. man. Uh, I, you know, and it, well, I don't think it's anything other than that particular time when we d- made that delivery. So two and a half years ago, I don't I don't think there would be any other time I would have thought to say anything to you about it. No, because uh, I, I think any other time you've come over uh, mm-hmm. was after I cooked, I think. Yeah. Dude, you, your cleanup is going to be even better, <laughs> even better now. <laughs> the edges don't get in the way of your knife. That's right. No, uh-uh. I mean, not no, not with that size. Of if you're using not a 12-inch brisket knife, oh no problem. And you have those edges folded up, no problem. Really? Yeah, no problem. Hmm. No problem at all. Yeah. How dude, is that possible? Yeah, yeah. I'll have to show you the cutting board. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. Just do it because even if the knife hits that, those edges are folded up. Even if they get not, you know, just they'll kind of get out of the way of the knife themselves. I don't even see people do that in videos. I mean, if they use a cut, uh, uh, cutting board. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> All right. So it's like a Cambro oh. kind of where, cause can't you slice in a Cambro? No, no. I thought you could. Uh-uh. They have the one where, uh, the sides, uh, collapse. Right. And then it's a cutting board. I don't know about that. I thought that's what a camera. I don't know. Did. No, well, now there is a carrying like this, like a rubber tub that has a cutting board for a base, and the sides kind of um, collapse yeah, that's not down. A cambro? No, that's not a cambro. A cambro, cambro is for keeping sorry. things warm, right? Okay. It's like a cooler that you put meat in to keep it warm. Uh-huh. Um, 
and you know they have commercial ones where you go open up a door and slide your your um, your containers in your full pans, half pans, or like I've got one with a lid on top. You open it up, and then your full pans or half pan just kind of set slide down into it uh, oh. and stack them. But um, no, you don't slice in a camera. That's that is just a a cutting board that has collapsible sides that you can uh, you know you could have, uh, excuse me, also has a lid you can put on it and then take your, your dish somewhere, you know, close, I would say, mm-hmm. because it's, it's not going to maintain heat. Um, but it, it's got the silicone sides that pop up and collapse down and, um, just, it makes it easy for slicing and keeping and containing juices and, uh, and all that. But no, that's not a Cambro. So. Okay. Well, yeah. all right. So, I guess back to the cutting boards then. Um, so my wife told me that your wife gave her the tip of, well, she cuts them in half, right? If if you don't need the whole thing, mm-hmm. um, like uh, if you're just doing, I don't know, tri-tip, but then you can't catch your juices. Huh? Well, I don't think she cuts it in half when she does vegetables. Uh, or, I mean, only when she does vegetables. She doesn't do it with meat because of all the juices. So if she only okay. needs uh, part of one to do you know, onions, peppers, and things like that. But for someone who's blind or visually impaired, I recommend, you, you know, first of all, you can get a smaller disposable cutting board. Fold up the sides. That way, the when you're cutting, you know, the onion and, and you take your knife, you get some, dice, some dices mm-hmm. um, and you take your knife and slide it over. You're not going to slide it off the cutting board and onto your counter or island or whatever. It's going to stay, you know, on the cutting board. The edges will keep it contained. Um and, and your vegetables don't roll away. Exactly. Away. Hey. Yeah, your vegetables won't roll away. Yeah, man. It's always happening to me. My daughter yeah. likes cucumbers and oh yeah, yeah. slice them yeah. up for her. Right, right. Yeah. right. yeah. So now, so you're gonna have to start folding up your sides so your yeah. things don't roll away. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> okay. Oh man, this has been good. Um, man, and just to think, I thought before we started, this might be the worst episode, and now <laughs> I think it's gonna be the best. <laughs> No, I'm just, you know, I'm kidding. Uh, no, no, awesome. no, no. It's that's that's a fair assessment, Chris. <laughs> the best, best episode. So. That's right. Yeah, man, this is awesome. I do well, like paper cutting boards, though. Absolutely, yeah. And and now you say paper. I, I, uh, I don't okay. think they're paper. Well, aren't they paper? I mean, well, it's, it's like a it's coated a, paper. Yeah, maybe. All right. Well, I, uh, whatever, we'll have whatever to look the cut, we'll have to the look cut and toss brand yeah. cutting boards. Okay. If I could afford to use them, uh, you know, all the time, mm-hmm. I'd use them. So that's the brand you use: so. cut and toss. Yeah. Yeah. So cut. I, mean, and I thought toss. they were paper. They fold. Well, yeah. You can roll them up, but there sure. it's 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 but it's a little bit firmer. Right, and it's got mm-hmm. a coating on one side. Yeah, you know, so I mean, you it's cut, not so like, you're not slicing through it, so it's not yeah. like if they get wet, they're not gonna get soaked. Exactly, I mean, it doesn't absorb liquid. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It does have a coating on it, but exactly, I thought they were called paper cutting boards. I don't know. I, uh, I is all I've ever known them by, not paper. Okay. But uh, that'd be weird. Paper. Yeah, because I the thought juices. that was what you said when when you gave me the package. That, you yeah, were, yeah but you also don't remember me telling you to fold up the sides. <laughs> so, well, so now you're just making stuff up. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> oh, I man. don't do that, Chris. No, of course not. Of course not. <laughs> All right, folks. So l- trust me. It, it, 
especially when you use them the right way. Disposable cutting boards are indisposable when it comes to the to a blind kitchen. All right. Um I mean, they, they just, they make life so much easier. They make cleanup so much better, easier, faster. They can contain so much of what you're doing. The juices of a cook or, um, you know, of vegetables from rolling away if you fold up the sides. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that that is definitely one of the things if I recommend that you have in your kitchen. And even get, just get the small ones at first. You know, if you want to just check them out and see what they're about. Get the small ones. You can kind of tell the difference. You can feel the glossy side as opposed to the flat side. You, there's a little slight feel difference to the feel of them. The glossy side, I believe, is facing up, and um, and that's you know going to have the protecting uh, where you can um, be able to slice your meat and everything. Um, but uh, uh, even if you had them upside down, you're not going to cut through it. First of all, so it, it'll work the same way. But I believe it's intended for the glossy side to be up. Yeah, I'm I'm using some of the sharpest knives you can buy on them, and, and yeah. they don't cut through those things. So yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because we we've got the Shun, and I've got some Shun and Wustoff, and a couple of others. I think you've got another type of knife as well. I know you got the Shun. I think mine are all Shun. Okay. I have the um, I use a lot of times the ten inch chef's knife or the brisket knife or yeah, yeah. So. And, and, you know, not only the, with these cutting boards, disposable cutting boards, but, you know, I think I've, I've said it before, uh, a sharp knife is a safe knife, right? A dull knife is one of the most unsafe things you can have in your kitchen. So Absolutely. make sure when you have a knife uh, that it is a sharp knife. Uh, so it'll do the job it's intended to do, uh, and it'll be much safer for you. So. All right, Vince. Well, let's. Um, <laughs> we're going to come back here in just a second, and we're going to talk about the Flame Boss. I want to get into this because uh, something you're doing with the Flame Boss kind of blew me away, and I'm. Uh, I, yeah, we'll see if you can convince me to do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris. Sounds good. <laughs> Check out kickashbasket.com and tell them Blind Grillin sent you. Check out the charcoal management baskets that they have for all your grills. They've got them for the Camadu style. They've got them for the Weber. They've got them for the PK360. They have ash cans. They have gloves that are just awesome for taking off hot pots and pans and cast iron, whether it's in the house or out at the grill. They've got some great accessories, not just from Kickash Basket, but from JJ George and others. And Kickash Basket also has some rubs and things on their website that you can check out, and you will not be disappointed. Again, go to kickashbasket.com and tell them Blind Grillin' sent you. So, Vince, when we yeah. talk about the Flame Boss, of course, you know, we're talking about the controller that's accessible that we can connect to the bottom vent of our big green egg. Of course, they make them for other, you know, they, they connect to just about any ceramic grill, but they also make a universal mount, so it'll connect to other grills as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, we use them to control our fire, the the oxygen going to the flame because we're cooking with charcoal, but we can set the temp and the fan helps control the temp. And yep. we can also, you know, monitor our meat temp with the meat probe. 
And so they're just an awesome tool, right? So, you know, I've done several cooks here recently where, um, you know, I've had the flame boss set at 300 for my rib cook. I had it set at 275 for a brisket cook and a chuck roast cook. Mm-hmm. But then I did it at 400 when I did some salmon, right? And just and and kept that grill setting straight at, at 400. And when I did the wild turkey breast that I mentioned a little over a week ago, um, or last week anyway, you know, we, we did that at 400. And I had the flame boss, right? I set it to that particular temp and it, it kept it there. It was, it was just, the flame boss is just awesome. They're an awesome company. Awesome folks. It's accessible for the blind. The flame boss 400, when you get it in the mail, someone who's totally completely blind can set it up themselves using the app and just plugging it in. And, and just, it's just, it's just awesome. It's, it's just wonderful, wonderful product. Yes. Uh, it, it's great. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you've been using it for two and a half years now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've used wow. it in all sorts of applications and, uh, um, no, I mean, if you have any um, uh, lack of confidence, I guess, of, of being able to control a grill, yeah, um, or if yeah. you can't see the thermometers, which, you know, they're pretty important, um, sure. yeah, it works. I mean, I like it because I can't just sit by the the, the egg and, right. and make sure everything's going okay, or, you know, I, I set it and I can go do other things. Right. I have to. Absolutely, um, yeah. I like it because it's accessible, and like you said, it's super easy to set up right um, both initially and once you get that initial setup you don't have to do it again ever i mean all you have to do is hook it up to uh you put in the, the little plate and uh hang it on the yeah on vent. the bottom vent yeah, yeah. plug it in plug your probe right in and put you're your good. probe up in up uh in the upper dome and then uh your meat probes if you want the meat probe if you want that and then and go from there and and here's what's really cool. Again, the variation of temps that you can control your grill out, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's there's two things that I want to talk about with cooks because I have a couple of questions for you um, that I think I know the answer to. But it it it's going to not only be a testament to the flame boss, but I think a testament to the big green egg as well. So first of all, you did a brisket cook, mm-hmm. all right? And so just initially, uh, you know, what did you set your grill at to, for the cook itself? Um, so I've done this a couple, uh, I think two or three times now, and it's been I've done it a little different each time. I'm just kind of working with the method okay. that I saw, but um, I think the first time I did it, I went. 225 okay. to cook my brisket, which I don't usually do. Yeah. But I was just going for, um, I was trying to time it um, with how long I thought it would take to cook at 225, uh, how long I wanted to rest it, and when I thought we would eat. Um, so that was, that was, uh, probably, that, you know, th- yeah. that was the first one, I think. And then I probably went back to 250, 275, like I normally cook at, I think. Okay. Okay, so two fifty to two seventy five, and you bring the brisket to a certain temp, internal temp, right? Yes. Um, do you first of all do you wrap? I have been not wrapping. You've been not wrapping. Um, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, I would say, all right, if you're using this method, so there's the there's two parts to this. There's the cook time, 
And then there's the hold time. Um, the, the hold is what I'm going to get to okay, in, okay, in a minute. Okay. We're, we're working our way to that. Sure. Okay. But During I, the I want, cook? No, yeah, the I cook. have not wrapped. Okay. I, I tend to not wrap. Yet. And what internal temp do you bring the brisket up to? Um, I guess depending on what my pit temp is set at, mm-hmm. uh, I might, I would shoot for 170 to 190. Um, it, the hotter the pit, uh, the lower internal I'd probably shoot for. Um, the goal is to try to get it to peak at around 190. Okay, so you're looking for an internal temp on your brisket of, yeah. of let's say, 190 yeah. internal temp. Okay. Now, now that, to me, that's that's kind of crazy, but I, I know what I, we're going somewhere with this, so it's all good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because I'm shooting for an internal temp of uh, 203, right, and then and then probe tender. And then I take it off the grill and I rest it in a Cambro. That's okay. Yeah. Right. So that that's that's my or in a cooler or a Cambro either way. That, and that's probably um, most one of common. the most, most common. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's the most common method. But you've been doing not a something. bad one either. But absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you, so you bring your brisket up to one ninety. Yes. Right. And then. You you adjust your um, your flame boss temp now. Sometimes you've wrapped and you've not wrapped on this, and this is what you call the hold, right? Yes. All right. So you can wrap or not wrap. You're still experimenting. So we so maybe after a few runs um, both ways, you know, and you determine which way you're going to try to do it consistently. We'll have you back on, but I wanted to go ahead and talk about this because this blew me away. What do you drop the temp to? All right, so I drop it to 150. Okay, so you drop the pit temp. Yes. With the using the flame boss, the the fan controller down to 150, 150 degrees. Mm-hmm. And and that's going to hold your brisket on your grill, right? Mhm. Yeah. For how long? Oh, 12 to 18 hours, something like that. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I know guys that are cooking 12 to 18 hours, hours, right? Yeah. 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 Cook, yeah. 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 Some guys, you know, if you do it at 225 the whole way mm-hmm. uh, and it's a big enough brisket, you might wind up cooking that for yeah uh, over 12 hours. Sure. And and so, but all, and this turned out great, right? I mean, you, you, you pulled that off, let's say after 15 hours and I mean, your brisket was, was exactly what you wanted, right? Yes. I did it. Um, the first time was, I think, Thanksgiving. Um, because I, uh, my mom had given me a brisket and she asked me to cook it. And, um, cause I didn't, I told her I didn't want to do turkey this year. And, um, so I made that for Thanksgiving. Um, that one, I think the entire, from start of the cook to end of the hold was about 22, 23 hours. Um, and it, it, it was great. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so what you get is um, a little bit firmer body to the meat. Um, mm-hmm. Where if you were to cook it to two o three or or more, and uh, then do you know pull it, wrap it, um, stick it in a cooler, and let it set for yeah, I do I about six hours if I can. Yeah, sometimes I, I a little less. Say, you know, two but, to whenever. Yeah, hours. yeah, two hours to six to sometimes eight, but no more than that generally. And it does great. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, that 
but going up to that 203, um, it, you get a more of a fall apart texture, mm-hmm. I think. Um, where you do, yeah. Um, if you if you take it to 190, and then uh, take you pull it. Um, now there's different ways. Uh, well, I can get into all that later, but uh, what the result is that you have um, if you took a slice of brisket and you go to pull it apart, it's still gonna pull apart. But it's not going to fall apart. Yeah, it's going to. It almost kind of bounce back a little bit yes. when you're pulling it apart. When it finally breaks apart, the two pieces kind of bounce back to you know to themselves. Yeah, so you have yeah. a little more body, like you're biting into mm-hmm. a steak. I, w- I say like you're biting into a yeah, steak, yeah. A, a extremely tender, tender. Yeah, steak. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, but yeah. um, you know, not not that um, like a like a roast yeah. texture. That you would get if you were to um, gotcha. cook it up to two hundred three or higher. Right, right, yeah. And so, and here's here's so so that's that's intriguing. Uh, I will say. And what's cool about that for folks that you know are you know thinking about the flame. What's really the benefit of a flame boss? I'm going to lay this out for you with with that knowledge of what we've just mentioned, what we've talked about. You know, let's say you you get your grill fired up one morning. You got to go to work. And you get the flame boss set up, and you're going to cook a pork butt. You're going to cook a brisket. You've you've got a long cook, um, you know, but it's going to be let's say an eight hour cook generally. But you're going to be gone ten hours. Okay. Uh, w- one thing that's awesome about the flame boss is you can from your phone even when you leave home, you can check that flame boss while you're at work. And you can make adjustments. You can see what the temperature of your internal, you know, the meat, if you got a meat probe in it. You can, you know, follow the temperature of your pit, make sure it's all remaining steady and it's doing its job. Not only that, but Vince, it, it you can, so you're shooting for 190. You can actually set the flame boss. When the meat hits 190, it automatically drops the pit temp down to 150. Yes, it's it's important to know that the the hold temp setting, uh, although you you enter it under the meat temperature settings, that hold temp is for the pit temp. So yeah, um, it's not gonna be like keep your meat at this temperature and right, um, right. So you have to be able to calculate, um, you know what what that difference might be. Um, yes, it, yeah. it'll drop the pit, and uh, depending on how you lit your fire, um. Mm-hmm. It might drop pretty quickly. Um, sometimes I have a tendency, due to being impatient, uh, <laughs> I want it, waiting for it to, you know, get hot. Uh, initially, when I'm starting a cook, is I just overlight the coals. Okay. And then dropping it down can take longer. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. But if you just, you know, light it the proper way, where you just light the top of the coals in the middle, uh, and let that fire um, come do up its to thing. temp. Yeah. yeah. Then um, it'll it'll it would drop down pretty quickly, especially. Um, I get well. I want to say if it's cold outside, but you know, the last time I did this, uh, yeah. it, it went down quicker than I expected it to. Okay. And I um I kind of you know I my my internal temp target was something like one seventy five, and then I started slowing it down. Uh, it was one seventy or one seventy five, and then uh, it slowed down. Um, or slowed down. I mean, it cooled down. Uh, well before I got to that 190 internal temp, so I wound up with it. Um, 
uh, a little bit more. Um, done. I don't want to say tough. Or tough. But, yeah, yeah. Not as done. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was a I great texture still. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little firmer than what I was shooting for. I got you. Um, but it worked you. well with the things I was using it for. So. So so that that's gonna which, which so that's really cool that you can do that with the flame boss. It it has that type of versatility, that type of control, right? Yeah, yeah. Which, um, which is so cool. It is it is cool. I mean I have uh I I guess you would have to you wanna make sure that um your fire doesn't go out for one. So you wanna like I wouldn't start a cook and put it at one fifty, is what I'm saying. Yeah. I would always yeah. get it hotter and then go down low uh i mean it can go as low as 100 degrees um it, uh at least that's what the settings allow i think you know when i when you that's first, a change because flame boss used to it, be it used to be 150 to 350 or 400 four, now 450 it's, i think but well now yeah. it's 450 was it okay. always 450 I, I don't know i think so at least okay. that was the that was the range anyway that they recommend no no more than that for the yeah it the won't let you set itself. it higher than 450 yeah. but yeah uh I, i've had it go uh, yeah, it used to be you can only go down to 150. Now it's 100. Okay. So I've wanted to try smoking cheese with it. I didn't yeah. do that this past winter, but um, I guess if I were going to do that, I would I would take it hotter and mm-hmm. then let it cool down to the temperature that I want it. Uh, and so it'll have an easier time maintaining a fire at yeah. that temperature. Because if you just start a fire and put it at 100 or 150, I would think that... Um, it's not that fan, you know. It's not gonna um, do enough to to keep that fire going. Yeah, maybe so, I'm wrong. If someone uh, if someone has successfully done that, I want to hear about it. But, I, um, you know, I'm I mean, I'm sure if if that's what they're, you know, they they set it because they think they can it can do it. So, um, you know, I'm sure that's why they allow that to happen because they think it'll work that way. Could be, yeah. All right. So with that said, I got another question for you. And uh-huh. this, I have we haven't talked about this. I have. I have no idea what the answer to this question is going to be, oh. which can be dangerous. <laughs> the 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 egg, right? You're using a large, big green egg. Uh huh. All right. So you did you did a cook then a brisket cook that took you 22 to 24, 25 hours. Yeah, I've done. I did one longer than that too. Okay. Did you ever have to add charcoal? No. That's the that's, great thing, isn't so, it? That's, yeah. That's what I thought the answer would be, but I didn't know because I never asked you before. And, and that's you know, granted, one fifty. It's gonna that's not gonna hardly burn up any charcoal at all. No, I mean, right? especially if you're using a good, a high quality charcoal that yeah, uh, yeah. that will just kind of smolder and right, up, right, not smolder because there is flame. I mean, uh, yeah, but that dense charcoal like Fogo so or something slow. like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It it really will. It takes a long time to burn through, and, and so here you were doing the, these cooks continuous, right? Not not like shutting it down, lighting it back up, shutting down, lighting it back up. I mean, you're doing a continuous over 20-hour cook and never adding charcoal. New Year's Eve, I did a brisket, and I used this method. And um, I think I started it at 225 then, too. Mm-hmm. Um, looking at my uh, chart on Flame Boss, the temperature looks like it was all over the place. I would have to take time to analyze it to be able to say exactly what I did there. Um, but... Uh, my in-laws were visiting for New Year's Day, and um, they had they got here, and then um, they gave my kids some gifts, uh, and we, like we did gifts, New Year's gifts, because um, oh, that I don't know that's what we do in our house. Yeah, sure. And um, 
there was like they got them this big thing that needed to be assembled, and then after that they wanted to check into their hotel. Mm-hmm. So we wound up eating pretty late. It was later than I expected we'd eat. So I just had the brisket sitting on the egg. Um, you know, I started it New Year's Eve. Uh, got up in the morning. Uh, I mean, I didn't get up super early because of um, the way. One thing I like about this cook is I don't have to get up yeah, early right, in the morning yeah, yeah. to. If sure. I I basically I start it at a, you know, middle of the morning, um, and then it's ready for lunch the next day, uh, or it could have been, yeah. but this particular day it we didn't wind up eating until like seven p.m. So the whole cook process, cook and hold, was like thirty three hours, right? When I started it, <laughs> yeah, I had, yeah. I I have a large right, egg, right? I filled up to just about the fire ring with charcoal. Mm-hmm. Um, I left enough room to put lump wood in there. Yeah. Um, so a little under the fire ring, um, the top of the fire ring, I mean, and I, uh, I did, I cooked it, I held it. Um, I took it off next time I went, you know, when I went to clean out the, the charcoal basket, I still had more than the kick ash basket full of charcoal in there. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, the coals were, um, turning white, some of them, but yeah, so, you know, they'd, Probably mm-hmm. burn a little quicker, but no, it, I mean, I had a lot of charcoal left. So. Yeah, and that I mean that just goes to show you how efficient these big green eggs and and ceramic mm-hmm. grills. The the main three, right? That your big green egg, uh, of course, your Primo and and your KJ. You know, those those three I know are gonna you know, be that efficient. And obviously, we're using big green eggs, so that that's just awesome. You know, and and yeah. that's just you know. Well, and the Flame Boss too. Um, oh yeah. I mean, well, no, they are they are really really efficient grills. Um, sure. Not to take yeah. anything away from them, but uh, you see, controllers are common now on right. grills, or becoming right. common. Um, yeah. And some of these controllers have algorithms where uh, they show a flat line of temperature when you're there's some variation, kind of like mm-hmm. your oven. If you set your yeah. oven, most ovens you set them to to a temperature and it's not actually steady always at that, at that fluctuation up and yeah. down a little and bit. And that yeah. flame's gonna kick on and off and yeah. on and off. And granted, yeah. there's a fan that's gonna kick on and off with the flame boss, but yeah. you can watch the flame boss and if your temperature varies a degree, it's gonna show that change. Right. There's that's not right. an algorithm that's gonna show you a steady temperature uh when there's not a steady temperature. It will hold steady, but that's also because of the grill mm. it's connected to. <laughs> I mean Yeah, that's right. That's uh, right. I mean I've had yeah. plenty of cooks where it's just a steady line. Um mm-hmm. and it's a variable speed, so it's not even just an off or on fan. Right, yeah. It's, it's a variable speed. Uh, so it might yep. run at one percent or a hundred up, up yeah. to a hundred percent and in any w- increment in between mm-hmm. you know, to to maintain the temp that you know that you've set it at. So uh, so it's the technology is just awesome. Yeah, you can and get a so lot cool. of less expensive controllers, but they're yeah they're not going to do uh, what this one does. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. And and there's more expensive ones. Sure, well, probably. You know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that still won't do some of the yeah, ones. Yeah, I, I believe know, but, it. And and in part, the fact that it, it is completely accessible, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and they've made it the, a point. To not only make it that way and keep it that way, so and they uh, have great customer service too. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, they sure do. 
And and again, it's a testament not only to the flame boss, but to the big green egg itself, being able to hold charcoal that long. And and like you said, even after a 30-hour cook, you're opening up the, the egg, and rather than adding more charcoal to it, your next yeah. cook, you're just relighting what's in yeah, there and much, going yeah. at with it. So yeah. that's just, yeah, I love these cookers so much, you know, yeah. and, and it's just so versatile because not only can you do the, the briskets, in, in these long cooks like that, you know, I, I can do briskets much shorter, <laughs> which I personally prefer, but it's, <laughs> it's still, it's just cool. Right. I mean, that's just, if that's what somebody wants to do and then more power to you, that's the great thing about barbecue. Well, you, you have an XL Chris, right? So you can yeah. fit two briskets. You could take yeah. one off at the normal, you know, after yeah, the cook, that's true. put and it in your cooler, eat it other, and, yeah. while the other one's being held and you're trying to, so, uh, if you're true. hungry and trying this new method, you can, yeah. you'd be able to still snack on some brisket and and yeah. see what happens with it. And and with the the uh, second grate, uh, next level grate up above, I've actually done three whole briskets. Have you really on oh. the XL? So I wish I bought that one that you were selling. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was man, I tell you, it's uh, uh, yeah, you can fit a lot of food on them, no doubt yeah. about it. Um, but you know, still, I mean, just just as a as a smoker, you know, with everything you can do, low and slow, the grilling, the the baking, I mean, just everything. They're just awesome grills, no doubt. Yeah, I I mean, I can hold it at one fifty for for twenty four hours, or I can bring it up to seven fifty and cook a pizza on it like a wood fire stove. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, not quite as hot as a wood fire stove, but still pretty hot. Yeah, well, I mean, I've had, I know folks that have gotten them things over a thousand degrees. I have done that too. I don't recommend <laughs> yeah. doing it for cooking. I mean, it, you might like uh, I don't know. You might burn your table up. Yeah, you might. You uh, might. I don't know. Be careful. Yeah, things happen. There's things you can damage uh, at over a thousand degrees. That's absolutely true. There, so. Absolutely true. Yeah, man. I mean, that that's I've heard folks talk about the going out and looking at their uh, their little needle temperature gauge on the dome of the egg. <laughs> And it's it says it's at two fifty, and they're like, "There's no way because that thing is just so hot." And what's yeah. happened is that needle has wrapped all the way around, and come back. It's <laughs> starting to go yeah. around a second time. And it's just you know, it's it's hot, it's hot, uh, and that's yeah, you don't want that. You don't, you know. Uh, yeah, I've I mean, even a lot of guys clean burn where they'll just let it go, yeah. whatever. And I've done that, and um, yeah, I don't. Uh, you could do. You could get pretty much the same results. Just bring it to seven hundred and let it sit there for forty five yeah. minutes or something. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and not even that hot. Even I mean, six hundred is sure is, that'll burn everything off. I mean, Absolutely. your oven goes up to five hundred tops, and mm-hmm. that has a self clean function. That's going to burn everything off. That's so, right. I mean, yeah, that's right. Your your egg yeah. your egg will do it too. I yeah, mean. sure. Yeah, which is great. Which is great. Yeah, man, Vince, I tell you, um, <clears throat> I you've learned something. I've learned something (laughs) on this uh, podcast. I hope others have as well. And if you got questions, I hope you'll shoot us an email. Blindgrilling at gmail.com is the email address. And uh, yeah, I want to hear about the briskets that people are making. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Whether it's even, you know, pellet grill, uh, other vertical smokers, you know, you got some, you got something else you guys are doing. You got some cooks you're doing. Let us know about it. Um, you know, I, I know we didn't get into any seasoning or anything like that. I just really wanted to talk about the Flame Boss. They, they've been so good to us and so kind uh, to us, and they help us out with packages and and some partial packages that we've been able to provide to other people. Uh, 
uh, other folks who are blind or visually impaired, you know, and, and really just wanted to talk about that, you know, what that product and what they've got. And of course, you, you can't help but talk about the egg. And, and of course, you're using the kick-ass basket as I am, you know, to manage your charcoal as well. And, yeah. I, I, you know, all of that working together is just the ultimate in, in, uh, in cooking outside. Uh, so it, it's all cool and it's all great. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, man. Um, and yeah, if you're interested in learning more about any of the things that we talk about, again, you can shoot us an email, blindgrilling at gmail.com and let us know. And, uh, we just, we love hearing from you guys and just let us give us some feedback on the podcast. That's always great as well. Vince, uh, man, thanks for coming on again. I really do appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, Chris. I'm always glad to be here. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. All right, folks, be sure and check out kickashbasket.com. Check out Lane's Barbecue as well at lanesbarbecue.com for all kinds of awesome rubs and sauces. Uh, Man, we've been using some Cosmo products here lately. That's been awesome. Of course, go to flameboss.com. Not only do they have the fan fan controller for grills, but they've just got a thermometer, Wi-Fi thermometer, uh, that you can set next to your grill and monitor several different cuts of meat as well for like 70 bucks. It's awesome. All right, folks, thanks again. Remember, if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Because if you're looking, you ain't cooking. Fire up the barbecue. Fire up the barbecue.